Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. And now it's time for the B-A-Q-A, the B-A-Q-A, what you say, the B-A-Q-A with Manday, the B-A-Q-A with Tiffany, the B-A-Q-A. I wish y'all could see the shoulder action that we'd be giving over here. Give me your energy. My shoulders were a little whack today, but I'm getting it together. So, Brown Admission, a question answered. You guys have some questions, and we have some of the answers, not all of them. Uh, we are not your attorney. We're not your mama. We're not your therapist. We're not your financial advisor. But we are two very smart, very cute brown girls who Aww. know a thing or two about money. <laughs> yes. So, um, take what we say with a grain of salt, but, um, you know, keep it cute. So, um, I'd like to do the first one just because I want to say her name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. So our first BAQA of today is from Big Booty Judy. <laughs> I, we love when you guys give us funny names because we get to say them. So Big Booty Judy, BBJ, says, hi ladies, love you both and happy to have y'all together again. My husband and I started working with an accountant this year, okay? It's for my husband's law practice. I'm a little concerned about some of the privacy protocols of my accountant. He's asked me to text him banking info. Mm. He's also emailed me from a Gmail account asking for our social and other personal info. He has a work email, but during that time has requested the info from his personal email. Is this a red flag? Is he negligent? Or should I relax since it's 2022? And that's how people communicate. Instead of texting him the banking info, I sent screenshots and asked him to delete the images after. Also, I call him with my social and email the other requested info to his work email. He worked for an established accounting firm and has been practicing for well over 20 years, but I don't want to overlook anything. I think it's easy for phones to get lost, emails to get hacked, and for accountants to go rogue. So that's the reason for my concern. I look forward to your feedbacks. So what do you want to say to BBJ, Mandra? Trust your gut, big booty Judy. Trust your gut. Um, yeah, I have had similar experience. I don't like sloppiness when it comes to my accounting. I don't like to, I don't want to feel like it's just another day at the office, like la la la. I want someone who is on top of their shit because my level of anxiety about my taxes is quite high. Um, and yeah, so uh, those little red flags, it's, it's really about your comfort level and you don't seem comfortable. And I think you should be. So um, yeah, I would say that those are red flags because it'll make you comfortable. And in general, no, it's uh, yes, it's the way people communicate in 2022, but it's not the way that it, uh, many accountants communicate in 2022. My accountant has a whole portal that is completely yes. private. 
Yep. Um, and I recently switched accountants. And um, that was one of the reasons is like a portal, all the email, all of our messages go through the secure site. Um, and she is on top of it. And I feel very comfortable and everything is very professional um, to my liking, you know, so that's what I would say. I feel like it's about a relationship with a with a professional that you're, you know, paying to work in your best interest. And if you don't feel comfortable, then, um, you know, give them the boot. You could try, like if you wanted, I know you said it's your husband's accountant or you guys, is that what she said? Like they work together? I think um, she was getting the accountant as well because her husband has a new law practice. Oh, okay. Well then you could have a candid conversation and just say, to make myself more comfortable, here are the changes I'd like. And then say, um, if there is some sort of more formal process, so I feel more comfortable, like, you know, that my information is secure. Maybe he's cutting corners and there is a, a more in-depth process and He's just like, mm -hmm. I can get this done faster from Gmail, you know? Um, and if he is cutting those corners, but they, you know, there's other ways for you to do it, maybe go to him first, see if there are other options. And if there's not, then you can decide, you know, whether to stay or go. Yeah, honestly, I, um, I agree. So like, you know, I too switched accountants and, and also to my financial advisor is great in that everything we do, we certainly email, but whenever she says, you know, hey, Tiffany, I need this document. There's literally like a portal she has where you upload the document to this secure portal. And so even if I'm giving like a social security number, whatever, everything's uploaded to the portal for both my accountant and my financial advisor. There's no reason why you should be texting your dad on social security number. Like, here's the thing, what it reads to me 20 years in the business, it reads like, eh, lax. You know, not that he's a scammer or a schemer. You know, it's just that sometimes people are like, oh, it's not a biggie because nothing has happened before. Um, but no, like it's only a matter of time before something slips through the cracks and you don't want to be the one to pay, pay the piper. Um, so I would talk to your husband and just be like, you know, I think we need to switch accountants to one that na navigates in 20, the real 2022, which is one where you are hyper vigilant about your online presence. Um, and you use the tools that are available to all financial, and I'm sure your husband is an attorney. I'm sure that he knows like, okay, if we're, if we're sending papers or whatever, that there's some sort of like, you know, portal in place. And so, no, to me, that's unacceptable. So to Mandy's point, maybe his, his a firm does have it. They likely do, but maybe he's just, you know, because it's been yeah. 20 years, it's, he's just like, whatevs, you know? So yeah, I would have to talk with him, do. but honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I already have my big toe and my pinky toe out the dough. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it also reminds me of like, it reminds me of nothing because again, I had thought and then it <laughs> went away. So we'll just cut that out and go to the next question. <laughs> so should we take a break before we take the next question? Yes, please. <laughs> Taking a break. We're back in black and Mandy got the next question. Mandra, who we got? Oh, I don't know why. I feel like I was called it in class and I wasn't ready. <laughs> ah, which one was it? 45, 45. Okay. Uh, this is funny because Tiffany thought it was from Mandis, um, even though it says just from Mandy's messages. But we're going to call her Mandis because she wants to remain anonymous anyway. Mandis, this is a really interesting question. Mandis says, hey, Mandy, I've been nervous to send this message as I don't want it to come across wrong. I've been listening to your podcast with Tiffany for almost a year now. My girlfriend and I are on our biggest finance journey this year. 
She just graduated with her bachelor's to become a teacher next year. So her income is doubling and I keep getting bonuses and raises at work. Love that. Work. We're completely credit card debt free. We're working on our car loans and student loans next. And our goal is to save 20% for a home loan as well. I also have a couple side hustles. This is just a little side information about us. My main question is we want to buy a house and the market in our area is very crazy right now if you want to find a good home. Because I listen to your podcast, we always try to support local businesses, black owned businesses and women owned businesses as well. Would it seem racist of us to try to find a black female real estate agent to help us buy our first home? From Mandy's interesting question. No, um, I'm just going to assume that you're. I'm just going to say you're white. I mean, you're non-black. If you ask, if you're asking, um, yeah, because I mean, that's was, my first inclination. A sister, I feel like she'd be like, "Girl, get me a black girl." <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I do this all the time, but it's it's a fair. I mean, fair question. Yeah, and it I is think a fair it's, question. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I love that you felt comfortable enough to ask the question that you're not sure you're saying the things in the right way, because we have to just like get out there and say it. Um, but yeah, I mean, my first my reaction is yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it. This is the work of creating more a more equitable economy and putting money into the pockets of people who have been underprivileged, underserved. You know, have unconscious bias fighting against them every day of their careers. Like we have to be thoughtful and intentional with how we spend our money and who we hire. Joe Biden said we are going to have a black Supreme Court justice, a black female Supreme Court justice. So if Joe freaking Biden, the president, can intentionally say I am looking for a black woman for this job, then no, it is not in any way, shape or form racist or wrong to do so. In fact, I think we need more of that. And also, too, sometimes we have to understand what racism truly is. Racism is not just it's really <sighs> Racism really is not, I don't like you because you're black. I don't like you because you're white. That's not racism. Racism is a systematic tool used to disempower those through using um, economic um, tools, um, ability, housing, jobs. And so therefore, and if you are not in a position of power, you know, you can't enforce that onto a race that is in a position of power. So for example, like, you know, if you are, you know, um, black in America, um, it, it is going to be very difficult for you to be racist toward um, in, in the in the purest sense toward someone to a, um, a race that is in current power because you might not you might be prejudiced in debt for sure, but you can't um, systematically harm that race because from your position of not having power, you don't have the ability to do so, you know? So that's what racism truly is. So sometimes people mix up prejudice, which you totally could be, um, and even bigoted, which you totally could be, but um, not so much racism. It, racism is really a systematic issue where um, from a position of power, you can um, dictate the trajectory of a, the lives of those who are not in power. Um, so yeah, so I say all that to say there's nothing wrong with doing that. I don't think, I mean, I, you know, sometimes I support like, you know, we have small business Saturday on, pur on purpose to give a little leg up to small businesses. Um, and honestly, most people navigate from a place of infinite affinity, you know? So if you look at my team and Mandy's team, it is largely, you know, folks who look like us, you know, not every single person on my team, um, but the vast majority, um, and so, you know, so, I mean, that can be helpful and sometimes certainly that can be harmful because if the there are more companies run by um, 
um, people who don't look like you, then you might have a hard time getting in. Um, so I try to be mindful of that even as I hire, like, oh, I'm looking for the best, but I have, I'm especially looking for the best, especially if it's a black woman. But if I can't find that, then I'm open. You know, because there are part, there are positions on my team I have not been able to find um, that, and so, you know, I've had to look elsewhere. So no, but I say, go ahead, girl. Like it's so many times, you know, you don't get when you hire, especially black women. Um, there's a benefit to increasing the different ways of looking at things because a black woman, in in if she knows your neighborhood well, you know, is going to know things that you might not even have considered. You know. You know, it's going to know things about school systems and how they treat people. It's going to know things about um, the way the township deals with anyone who's othered or different. You know, um, it's going to know things about, you know, this street is known for this. You know, so I think that like even, you know, even just that aside from, you know, supporting um, um, black women, you know, you get this ad additional benefit of a wider scope of what it is to move to a neighborhood that, you know, you wouldn't keep it like someone else would not. Um, keep at the forefront of their minds because they wouldn't even think about it. Like I was talking to my friend yesterday about, um, cause I don't know, I feel like it's it literally, it's almost like men were waiting for one year after Jarrell passed away to everybody start hollering. I'm like, what is going on? I know it's crazy. We'll talk about it later. Oh, so it's been like, right now. I know. Okay. Like, mm -hmm. ah, respect, respect. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, so, right? So, but I was telling like a, a friend and I was like, it's a little off putting. Like, we were just talking in general, like how or I remember like in my 20s and like in my 30s and, you know, you're walking down the street and a guy tries to talk to you. And if you're not interested, you know, you're like, oh, no, I have a boyfriend, even if you don't, because you want to spare his feelings. And he was like, why can't you just be honest? I'm like, you don't know what it is to be a woman walking by yourself you know, mm -hmm. and a man approaches you. And so I say all that to say that there is a limit when you're not from a, in, um, a, a, a group of people that has to look beyond what's just on the surface. Women cannot just say, get out of my face, I'm not interested. That's not happening. Because you literally put your life in jeopardy. And so a black woman saying, hey, I'm not so sure about that neighborhood has a wider perspective, you know, because she has seen much more than what maybe what someone who's not like her would see. So, but yeah, well, I mean, that's such a like well put thought and point and nuanced. And I think it, yeah, thanks for thanks for going there, because I think that's an important perspective. I decided if I ever get attacked on the sidewalk, which I wouldn't because I live in the boring burbs now, um, <laughs> I'm going to go for the crazy lady act, like start spitting and like speaking in tongues Ooh, and like, good. I don't know, maybe pee myself. So that <laughs> <laughs> no, you, I'm telling you, man, just go full toddler tantrum on them, you know, yes, that's, yeah. that's actually a do. good one. Cause I feel like they're like, what the heck is going on exactly? Or like exactly. bark at them. I think I saw on TikTok someone barked and that worked. Whatever. Ooh. I got y'all. Come yeah, for me. Well, these are good. Yeah. But, Come for um, me in the Trader Joe's parking lot. See what you're going to get. <laughs> Tag us on Twitter, um, the BA podcast, and let us know like what ways do you like get out of like a man who, or just being approached by someone you're not interested in and they don't take it well. Like I'd yeah. love to hear because yeah, it's, it's like my sister, I was like, dang girl. She's like, your milkshake bringing all the boys to the yard. I'm like, even the lactose intolerant ones. <laughs> oh, making me cough but uh, <laughs> so freaking funny uh, we we took a turn there but thank you for your question and thanks for listening to the show um we appreciate y'all yeah until later bye bye until later bye Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. 
The Brown Ambition Podcast is produced by Cumulus Podcast Network. It's edited by the wonderful Imani Crosby and produced by Tanya Bustos. Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru, and I am Mandy Woodruff-Santos, your co-host, and I will see y'all next week. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.